fields and also the professional world that Sotoana, all the people that collaborate in organizing this enriching uh, conference. This is my third year here, and this time I'm presenting a paper entitled Dynamic Efficiency and Economic Complexity, in which is also co-authored with Professor Philip Amos. Uh, so, as you may infer from the title, um, in our paper we try to introduce uh, Professor Jesus Huerta de Soto's theory and definition of dynamic efficiency into what is called complexity economics. So, let's start defining what we mean by uh, dynamic efficiency. As I said before, um, the, the term dynamic efficiency comes from uh, Professor Huerta de Soto's paper, which was originally published in 2004, uh, if I'm not wrong, in Procesos de Mercado in Spanish, and then was translated into English and was published as, a, as, a touch, as the first chapter of his book, The, the Theory of Dynamic Efficiency, uh, in 2009. And uh, Professor Huerta de Soto uh, starts his article by a distinguishing or differentiation uh, between two definitions of efficiency. One is static, one he regards as static, and the other one uh, he regards as dynamic. The static efficiency definition is the most common and widespread, uh, and it uh, refers to the optimization or maximization of a given, that's a very important point, given resources. Okay. So, in fact, it is, this is the most common uh, definition, and uh, for sure, if uh, I ask you uh, to tell me what, it, what, you, what do you think about uh, efficiency, you will surely give uh, that answer or well, that definition. In contrast to this uh, static uh, definition, Professor Jesus Huerta Soto presents the dynamic notion of efficiency which instead of, rather than being focused on um, maximization, uh, focuses on mm, the capacity of a system, but also of organization, or even individuals, to foster entrepreneurial creativity and coordination. Then we will define these two terms, uh, so we can understand uh, entirely the, the definition. But this, that Professor Wurtzelto has uh, defined these two different, uh, distinguish between two different kinds of efficiency is uh, is something that uh, has been um, uh, in economics uh, over m many years. For example, the historical origins can be traced back to Xenophon, uh, even San Bernardino of Siena, and more recently to uh, contemporary economists such as Schumpeter, Kisner, Rothbard, or even the, the Nobel Prize winner, Douglas North. And, however, the problem is that uh, with, with the emergence of neoclassical economics, uh, which is, according to Philip Mirowski, a metaphorical application of mechanical physics, then it is focused on equilibrium and not on process, it holds a static viewpoint of the economy. Neoclassical economics forget, forgot about this dynamic uh, definition of efficiency and only focus on the static one. So, uh, the problem with the static uh, definition of uh, efficiency is that resources, first of all, resources are, or information are not given beforehand. Uh, in contrast, they result from, from entrepreneurial action, from interactions. 
and this is because of the recognition of the main economic problem that is uh, what Hayek posited in in his in his most famous article, uh, the use of knowledge in society, in 1945, that the problem is not uh, the main problem of economics is not about optimization of given information, but about how agents and actors uh, use make the best use of the dispersed knowledge, which even cannot be articulated or centralized in, in a in governing in, in the government or central planning agency. So. If we are focused on studying how information is used, then we will focus not on equilibrium, because this is a mistake, but on coordination, uh, which is a process, or, um, or uh, yes, a process to uh, a state of even uh, equilibrium that is in, re in reality never created. So coordination refers to the mutual uh, to the mutual compatibility of individual plans, decisions, or expectations, and is indeed um, an open-ended process, not a closed uh, process. And if we are focused on information and and also coordination, uh, Austrian economists have traditionally resort to. Um, the figure of the entrepreneur to explain how coordination is uh, attained in the market and uh, then also as well how uh, agents make use of knowledge. Uh, so, of course, the entrepreneur is the, the agent who creates and discovers information and because of that exert uh, a coordinating, equilibrating force. This is just a metaphorical way of illustrating how dynamic efficiency differs from static efficiency. As you can see, static efficiency may be um, uh, the way uh, of moving from point A to uh, some point on the uh, production possibility frontier in order. We already have, we know the given uh, resources and information, information and, we, and we just need to maximize, optimize the input in order to get the, to make the most uh, with that and get the most uh, output. But if we compare this with dynamic efficiency, dynamic efficiency is not uh, about moving toward a point on the known uh, production possibility frontier, but uh, instead it's about moving the uh, production possibility uh, frontier, which uh, by the way cannot be known to the right, and then uh, to continually uh, widen the possibilities that economic agents and economic systems have. So that said, let's turn to explain what's, what's complexity economics. Complexity economics is an alternative paradigm to, um, paradigm to neoclassical economics, and uh, it holds the same critique as assumptions to neoclassical economics, uh, meaning that mainstream economics is anchored in a mechanistic equilibrium view. So, complexity theorists hold that this is not uh, real, this is not realistic, and it, instead, economics should focus on process, emergence, disequilibrium, creativity. So, they hold, in fact, um, a dynamic process out of equilibrium view, which is very uh, compatible with Austrian economics. However, the point is that uh, given this dynamic foundations or similarities with Austrian economics, complexity economics don't have a different notion of efficiency from that, uh, from the static definition. So 
they are def they are uh, defending a dynamic process foundations while using the static definition of uh, efficiency. So this is an apparent contradiction. So the idea of this paper is to introduce the dynamic uh, definition of uh, efficiency into the uh, into complexity economics uh, so that they can gain inconsistency. For that reason, we need to consider some epistemic and theoretical similarities. First of all, uh, both, uh, both Austrian complexity economics critique equilibrium and advocates process, and even they both uh, portray the economy as what is called complex adaptive system. Uh, given that fact, consider the following. First of all, that a greater degree of coordination, uh, which is one of the elements of dynamic efficiency, entails more successful interactions, meaning a greater degree of complexity in the system. And then consider as well that more entrepreneurial creativity brings more knowledge to be discovered, and this means that the more intricate uh, information, the more complex the system itself. So, the main conclusion is that uh, it may be a direct relationship between dynamic efficiency and complexity. That is, the more dynamically efficient a system is, the more complex it becomes, and vice versa. So, there are more similarities like this, for example, both Huerta uh, Soto's dynamic efficiency and what is called the, what is known as the most famous definition of complexity because there are many in economics, but the, the most common is Santa Fe complexity. They both share the, the, the following um, elements. Um, first of all, both see the economy as a complex adaptive system, so for both, um, both emphasize adaptation, also learning, as well, the institutional environment is very important uh, to the dynamic, uh, um, to the theory of dynamic efficiency, and because of that, the dynamic uh, dynamic efficiency um, talks about a spontaneous order, which is, in fact, according to Royal Couple, a complex adaptive system. Then, both approaches imply the existence of heterogeneous agents with dispersed interaction and information. There can be no global controller but a series of coordination and competition mechanisms. Okay, this is in, implied in the very definition of dynamic efficiency. Then we also have cross-cutting hierarchical organization, and this is because this is in, for example, in the fact that in dynamic efficiency serves to study how entrepreneurs may change the, institu the institutional environment, but as well how the institu institutional environment conditions. Uh, agents and directions, and of course, perpetual novelty. Uh, natures are continually created, and because of that reason, an equilibrium uh, can never be reached in reality. Uh, so, we can say that more coordination, uh, which is dynamic efficiency, brings more interactions, and more entrepreneurial creativity brings more information. And both more information and more interactions mean more complexity. So we can see here again the direct relationship between the two con concepts. But then, uh, to be more rigorous, to um, be more rigorous, we have to define what we mean by complexity. And in this case, I am referring to I'm, I'm sitting um, uh, Brian Arthur, which, uh, who is one of the most famous uh, complexity economists, and. Uh, he means by complexity in the first place diversity of species or 
we can interpret this diversity of species as diversity of products or knowledge, even, which is also uh, um, something that Hayek refers to. And an increase, of course, in the diversity of products comes from entrepreneurial action. So more entrepreneurial action brings more products and uh, a greater degree, uh, diversity of species, which ultimately is parallel to an increase in the degree of complexity. Then we also have uh, that complexity uh, comes from a more intricate web of interactions. And in this case, we can see that a more complex of a web of interactions allows more coordination among agents, increasing dynamic efficiency. So in this uh, characteristic as well, we can see uh, how dynamic efficiency and economic complexity goes uh, hand, uh, hand in hand, go hand in hand. Uh, then we have greater generation of niche, niches, uh, I mentioned that before, and this is a, an intrinsic characteristic of the entrepreneurial action. And then uh, finally we have more functions, uh, a, com a more complex system will have more functions to overcome limitations or adapt to a more complicated or complex environment. Precisely, the entrepreneur is who create, discover, and innovate, breaking through limitations. So here again, we can see the similarities. Uh, this, uh, let's say, direct relationship, um, we cannot observe uh, an unintended convergence in development economics, uh, in development economics of this uh, direct relationship. For example, Werther Soto precisely in, in his article considers that dynamic efficiency can be applied to many um, uh, fields and to promote future research. And one of them is development economics. So uh, their, um, their students, uh, Victor Espinosa, William Wan, and uh, Tzu, um, have uh, written and published a recent paper uh, about uh, Israel Kisner, and they talk about how to achieve development and the main conclusion is that, uh, or one of the main uh, ideas is that to achieve the economic development, uh, an economy needs to foster its dynamic efficiency. So a more dynamic, dynamically efficient economy is a more developed economy. Uh, on the other hand, uh, in the field of complexity economics, um, there are an approach to development that that I've called the Harvard meets complexity approach to development uh, that uh, holds that development is the is parallel parallel to the complexification of the networks of interactions interactions in an economy. That means that a more complex economy is a more developed one. So again, we can see the unintended convergence because uh, these two. Um, Works they are they pertain to different they pertain to different fields and they have been developed separately but they converge in the uh, rational in the idea that uh, complexity and, and um, efficiency goes hand in hand. Um, so one of the main implications is it's not it's a byproduct it's not a main uh, implication or idea. It's just um, a derived, derived implication. Is that dynamic efficiency can be indirectly measured through complexity indicators, which actually, uh, which currently exist uh, and have been uh, developed by complexity theorists. 
Uh, of course, we must note that this is uh, for historical purposes and not strategic purposes. And uh, the idea is that some complexity indicators, if well elaborated, of course, may serve as proxy indirect uh, variables of a measuring dynamic efficiency, of course, with historical purposes, but not predictive one. So the main conclusion is that complexity economics, as I've uh, briefly explained, is a more realistic approach to economics than neoclassical. Austrian economics and um, complexity economics both share their critique and view of the economy as a process and disequilibrium instead of equilibrium. However, the problem is that complexity economics lacks an appropriate uh, notion of efficiency. So our proposal has been to introduce the Austrian uh, dynamic definition of efficiency so that complexity economics can gain inconsistency uh, instead of using the, the static neoclassical definition. So in this way we have, we have also emphasized a direct relationship between economic complexity and dynamic efficiency and uh, we have proved that this direct relationship, direct relationship is seen in development economics. And of course, the, the implication, the derived implication is that complexity indicators may serve as proxy variables to measure dynamic efficiency. That's all. Thank you very much.